So with New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong going on in its second week, returns, debuts, and pending arrivals will be taking place with the New Japan Pro Wrestling Organization. Also, is John Moxley fit to be the defending IWGP U.S. Heavyweight Champion? So asked the question by Jeff Cobb and perhaps David Finley and his capabilities of defending the U.S. Championship on North American soil. Also, the New Japan USA Cup finals have been set. David Finley takes on Kenta in the finals. And all this and more on this edition of Wrestlers with Experience. Welcome to this edition, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Mark Morell, also known to you as Mark Knight. Um, I am one half of the most illustrious tag team in this entire cataclysm. Test me and I'll knock your block off. Along with my main man, Dietrich Davis, a.k.a. King Boombaye, a.k.a. Diamond Head, a.k.a. the man with the pen, the man with the stroke. I'm just the lateral guy breaking down the equations of the source wall of professional wrestling to all of you fine listeners here. As Dietrich, as I, as Dietrich and I would state on numerous occasions, Puh! fan to none of you but supporters of professional wrestling we thank you all for tuning in and we thank you for tuning in on your favorite streams google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, spotify iHeartRadio, radio stitcher Podbeam, Castbox, deezer tuned in and podcast addict and i believe we are also on pandora as well but we will get to that once we get into it So now let us get into the matches that took place this past Friday from the tapings for um, New Japan Strong. This is episode two. We had in tag team action, Barrett Brown and Logan Regal defeating Clark Connors and Jordan Clearwater. Very good match between these four guys. Uh, Clark Connors is um, getting up there looking to perhaps be the second graduate out of the Shibata Dojo to make it to the next level. Jordan Clearwater looked pretty good, his tag team partner. And, of course, Brown and Regal, they also look good, the the actual winners of this bout, so they did a very good job in this match. So, ladies and gentlemen, your winners of this contest was uh, Logan Regal and Barrett Brown. Then, in another tag match, six-man tag match, we see Mysterio... Blake Christian and PJ Black defeating the team of TJP, Alex Zane, and ACH. Now, these are the two names I need to stick on at this moment. PJ Black, if you are not familiar with who he is, he was formerly of the Nexus um, group in WWE. I can't think of his WWE name right about now. But PJ Black, you know who he is. He's the wrestler from South Africa. Uh, damn good hand. Good high flyer. Um, he had recently um, been competing in Ring of Honor. And he was competing in the NWA at one point in time. He even actually challenged Nick Aldis for the NWA World's Heavyweight title. Whereas ACH, everyone knows the story of ACH. ACH making his return 
to New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, a perennial top contender for the Super Junior Division or the Junior Heavyweight Division, the Junior Tags, and the Never Openweight Division. He made his return to professional wrestling, although he quit, retired, and walked away from World Wrestling Entertainment. ACH is now back to where he is as ACH and him being who he is. They put on a great match, all six of these guys. But in the end, PJ Black, Mysterio, and Christian Blake got the win in this six-man tag. In semifinal action of the New Japan Cup, Tamatanga, one of my favorites, had lost to David Finley in the uh, semifinal match, allowing for David Finley to advance onto the um, semifinals. And Kenta defeated Jeff Cobb to go on to the semifinals. So your winner, David Finley and Kenta, are in the, in the finals for the New Japan Cup USA, which they will crown the champion this Friday. It will be a very interesting match. I will not be surprised if Kenta, who is my pick of picks, I can see him defeating David Finley. Finley's going to put up a fight. Kenta is not going to walk through this match and have this match handed to him so easily. Finley's going to put up a contest. He's going to put up a fight. But it is going to be Kenta walking out and perhaps getting ready to face John Moxley for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. Jeff Cobb taunts John Moxley for his inability to defend the IWGP US Championship in North America. World-renowned wrestler Jeff Cobb was on the Wrestling Inc. Daily Podcast. Oh, by the way, this is from uh, Jason Oparenseth uh, from Wrestling Inc., one of my favorite sources I like to utilize when I am giving the news. World-renowned wrestler Jeff Cobb was on the Wrestling Inc. Daily Podcast where he discussed his involvement with New Japan Strong and the New Japan Cup for the IWGP U.S. Heavyweight Championship. Cobb showed respect for the U.S. champion, John Moxley, but stated his winning, his goal of winning the tournament and the title so it could be defended on a regular basis. <clears throat> this was prior to his elimination uh, in the tournament. I respect him as a wrestler and as a fighter, Cobb prefaced. Although, again, going back to being selfish, I would love to selfishly win that championship just for the fact that I'll be able to defend it in America. And it is called the United States Championship. We both live in Vegas. We both we plan to get together a couple of times. And our schedules don't line up as much as we like to. But it's one of those no hard feeling kind of things. Just business. Not if, but when I win, then I'll guess I'll buy the first round, I guess. Moxley's last defense of the U.S. Championship was at the New Beginning show February 2nd in Osaka against Minoru Suzuki. It was thought that Moxley was booked for New Japan's G1 Climax um, event in Dallas of last year, but Moxley denied that was the case. However, 
Moxley has yet to defend the U.S. championship in the United States due to his AEW contract, which does not allow him to compete for other promotions domestically. Cobb admitted that he is not sure about Moxley's ability to defend the title in the U.S., but he said his sole focus is on winning the title and leaving the details to the people whose job it is to figure it out. You know, I don't know, Cobb admitted. The good thing about what I do and my position is I just have to worry about wrestling and winning the tournament. Everything else is on the matchmakers. That's a tough thing to do right as is. But we can wrestle in Antarctica. I mean, that's neutral territory, I guess, for sure. The bottom line is is that I got my sights set on Moxley and the U.S. Championship. And where we wrestle is not my choice, but it doesn't really matter because my intention is to win that championship. Moxley and Cobb have had two one-on-one matches so far in their careers. Moxley defeated Cobb in the G1 Climax Tournament last year. And... um. Moxley also defeated Cobb in AEW's um in his AEW debut earlier this year. Cobb was asked on Wrestling Daily Inc. if the next match would involve death match implications. <clears throat> and Cobb said it won't hope to come to that since his specialty is throwing people around and not going through glass or tables. I definitely would not want to go that route, but if need be, then I guess I'm gonna have to go through some glass. I guess I'm gonna have to Go ahead and say no, but I guess the closest would be would be the few times I wrestled Moxley. That is not my strong style, and my strong style is grabbing somebody and throwing them. That's how I like to do it. You can see Jeff Cobb and many other um, New Japan Pro Wrestling um, superstars and wrestlers on um, New Japan World. You can check out New Japan Strong on NewJapanWorld.com. And, of course, you can reach um, Jeff Cobb on his Twitter the, at the real Jeff Cobb. Um, very interesting interview um, and very interesting comments from Jeff Cobb. Uh, like I said, uh, one of the top perennial challengers for the title, the United States Championship. And it would be interesting if New Japan Pro Wrestling would allow Moxley to... Actually, if All Elite Wrestling would allow Moxley to defend the United States title. Um Although it's on a streaming service, I think that they should be able to allow Moxley to appear. But, you know, again, that's just the rules of the way how things go. David Finley having to lie about Hornswoggle being his brother during WWE's angle. Talk about keeping kayfabe. This is also from Jason Oren David Finley made an appearance on the Wrestling Inc. Daily Show. He is one of the... Uh, finalist in the New Japan Cup USA and he was asked about his parents reactions to his decision to become a pro wrestler he also noted he is a fourth generation wrestler in the business playing a part of the lives of most of the family there was never really any hesitation both my parents actually always wanted me to do whatever made me happy said Finley For me, it just happened to be wrestling, and that's what I wanted to pursue. So I think he was at a little extra happy because I want to follow in his footsteps because, like, he grew up in wrestling. Like, my grandfather was a promoter and wrestler. He built his own ring, and my great-grandfather did the same thing. So it was like it's ingrained in our family. We are a family of wrestlers, 
like even my brother and sister who are younger than me, they're amateur wrestlers in their youth. So we are just a family full of wrestlers. So that the fact that I wanted to continue wrestling, I think he was really happy about it. Finley credited his father, Fit Finley, for teaching him everything he knows about the wrestling business. He talked about how he had a ring at his parents' house and how his dad was sometimes putting him in the ring to mess around. So I guess my dad, <clears throat> I guess first, like my dad taking me to the ring and showing me around. I must have been about 11 or 12 because I have gone on the road with him for like a week in during, during the summers. And he would get me in the ring and teach me how to bump, teach me how to wrestle and all this stuff. Finley recalled, and I recall just kind of like periodically, I would get taught stuff. We had a ring at, our, at my parents' house since I was 15, so my dad was always on the road, and he'd always come back and be home for two days. He also recalled how his father wanting to tag with him in his retirement match. He said that his father was very casual when he said that, and he never wrestled and had no gear. So I was kind of like, well, maybe not to be a pushover, but just like I was more um, constituous of this at the time, um, at home, Finley said, so I wouldn't press like, hey, dad, let's get in, let's go in the ring. And then he was like, I'm going to retire. This is like in 2012, I'm going to retire. You want to do a tag match with me for your last match since I hadn't wrestled yet. So I was like, yeah, you know, thinking that this would be one of those things like of, of a whimsical cool idea that will never happen. But two, about two days later, he's like, okay, we're going to Germany in two weeks. But dad, I don't know how to wrestle. I don't have gear. What are we going to do? He's like, ah, whatever. Just bring, he, he brings me to the ring for a crash course for like five days. And then it was off to the races from there. In 2008, JBL revealed that Hornswoggle was not Vince McMahon's legitimate son, but actually Fit Finley's son. David told a story on the Wrestling Inc. Um, host Nick Houseman that he had a talk with his mother where she told him if he asked if Hornswoggle was his brother and he had to say yes. This led to Dave making up stories as to why Hornswoggle didn't live with him during this time. Funny story about this was that they revealed that Hornswoggle was my father's son on Raw. Ah, damn it. My mother has never been around the wrestling business. She's always been around my dad. They've been together for a very long time when I was in middle school, like 7th or 8th grade. And she had sat me down. And uh, she said, Dave, this is what they're going to do on TV tonight. Which means tomorrow you're going to have to go to school and tell all your friends that you got a brother. <laughs> so you got to tell them yes. So I went to school and sure enough, is that your brother? Is that your brother? Is that your brother? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. But then, of course, that's not good enough. So my friends were asking all these follow-up questions. How come he doesn't live with you? So I'm having to, like, bullshit on my friends on the spot because my mom told me to tell them that that's my brother. You know, wrestling's in the family. So, the New Japan um, Strong Tournament for the IWGP US title began with Dave picking up a win over Chase Owens. David will face, and he has faced and defeated Tomatonga in the next um, set of brackets. And um, although Jeff was on the other side of the brackets when this was done and he lost already, he gives his praise to Cobb. I love Jeff Cobb to death as a person. I think he is an insane wrestler. He's an Olympian. I feel that that doesn't get talked about enough. 
He's also like the strongest human being that I've ever met, like no lie. I have been with him in the tag league, but luckily I've been on his side more times than I have opposing him. So like I've been fortunate. He's just made of steel. He's so strong. He can't emphasize I can't emphasize enough how strong he is. When Dave was asked about this tournament was an opportunity to showcase his skills as a singles champion, a singles wrestler. He is a former never six-man tag and IWGP tag team champion, but he hopes that this tournament will show him what he could do as a single star and will help him gain more fans. He says, 100%, I love tag wrestling. It's my favorite style of wrestling. It's what I'm most passionate about, but I've always been given many opportunities to showcase what I could do as a single star. So this is a good opportunity for me to show what I am capable of, and hopefully I can gain a couple of more fans. And of course, just like everybody else, you can find Fenley on New Japan Pro Wrestling, and you can watch him at New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong on the New Japan Pro Wrestling World Network. Top New Japan star returns to action this week. New Japan Pro Wrestling is about to see one of its top stars return as former IWGP heavyweight, intercontinental, and U.S. heavyweight champion, Jay White is scheduled to return back to action on this Friday's New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong. As seen above in the announcement made during this week's Strong Finish video, his opponent has yet to be announced for the match, but it will be guaranteed that White will be competing in the ring. This match comes nearly six months after his last match with Saul Switchblade team with Bad Luck Fale, Tamatanga, and Tangaloa to defeat Finjuice, Makabe Togi, and um, Tomakihama at the Manabu Nakanishi retirement event. White had previously teased his return as imminent using his social media accounts. This week, we will also see the finals of the New Japan USA Cup with um, Kenta taking on David Finley. In the finals to determine the first ever New Japan Cup USA champion and title um, opportunities against John Moxley um, after this post Friday. So that's what we see there, ladies and gentlemen. Night 11 of Summer Struggle took place. Summer Struggle had to be postponed because uh, one of the talents was diagnosed with a fever and um, they canceled the show just to take precautions. But Night 11 did take place. And here are the results for Night 11. For Summer Struggle, um, in the main event, we've seen Hiromu Takahashi, Sonata, and Naito Tetsuya defeat Taji Shimori, Dick Togo, and Evil in the main event. So here's the full card. Satoshi Kojima and Ryusuke Taguchi defeated Gabriel Kidd and Yuya Emura. Their story is still taking place. Yoshihashi, um, Tomohiro Ishii, and Hiroki Goto defeated Yoda Suji, Tomaki Hama, and Yuji Nagata. This was the first match for the new Never Six Man Tag Team Champions. Minoru Suzuki and El Desperado defeated Bushi and Shingo Takagi in tag team action. And in eight man tag team action, Master Wato, Hiroshi Tenzan, Kota Ibushi, and Hiroshi Tanahashi defeated Doki, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, Zack Sabre Jr., and Taichi in eight man tag action. And in six man tag action, we have. Uh, the team of chaos show Yano Toru and Kazuchika Okada defeating Jado Gato and Yujiro Takahashi. And like we said in the main event, Hiromu Takahashi, Sonata and um, 
Naito Tetsuya defeated Taji Shimori, Dick Togo, and Evil. The next uh, summer struggle show will be August 26th at Kurikan Hall in Tokyo, um, which will feature the first rounds of the King of Pro Wrestling Championship Tournament. We have um, the team of Chaos uh, taking on Gabriel Kidd, Yuya Imura, and Yoda Suji. So it's the Young Lions taking on the Never Six Men Tag Team Champions in the opening contest. Master Wato, Hiroshi Tenzan, Kota Ibushi, and Hiroshi Tanahashi taking on the team of Doki, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, Zack Sabre Jr., and Taichi. First round, King of Pro Wrestling uh, match 2020. We have Kojima versus El Desperado in a finishers only slash modified finishers only contest which will be based upon fan voting we also have Yano Toro versus Bushi um, first round match with uh, Bushi stipulation being a five count to return to the ring and um, Yano Toro's stipulation is a two count pinfall um, to win the match if Bushi can beat him for two and hold him down for two Sonata versus Show will be a submission match. Both men agree to the stipulation, so that's what they're going to do. They're going to have a submission bout. And Kazuchika Okada versus Yujiro Takahashi. Um, first round match. Either it's going to be a three and one handicap match or it's going to be a leather belt death match. Interesting to see how that's going to turn about. In fact, they also announced too that the voting did take place i'm going to get to that um that bit of news there let me get to that real quick just moving around sporadically just grabbing the things that i'm grabbing um let's see what we got going on over here okay let's get to it getting back to all the stuff you know all right New Japan announces stipulation choices. Fan voting begins. As previously noted, a four-way match will take place at New Japan Pro Wrestling Summer Struggle in Jingu on August 29th to establish the provisional King of Pro Wrestling champion to decide who will participate in said match. New Japan is holding its first four-round matches August 26th. The company has now announced that each of the stipulation choices for each of these matches, these first round matches, through the New Japan Global Twitter page, fans can vote for their favorite stipulation to be included in the bouts. The results will be announced on Monday, August 24th. So they started now, so everyone can now jump online and vote. Like mentioned, Kojima and Desperado will compete in either a finisher-only match or a no-finisher match. Yanotoro and Bushi will compete in either a two-count pinfall match or a five-count ring-out match. Kazuchika Okada and Yujiro Takahashi will compete in either a one-on-three handicap match or a lumberjack death match with um, leather belts. And Sonata and Sho have agreed to a submissions match. The full card, which is projected to be on the um, August 26th edition of the Summer Struggle Show will be Yoshihashi, Tomohiro Ishii, and Hiroki Goto versus Gabriel Kidd and Yuya Imura, Yoda Suji. Mentioned that earlier. 
Eight-man tag, Master Wado, Hiroshi Tenzan, Kota Ibushi, and Hiroshi Tanahashi taking on the team of Suzuki Goons, Doki, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, Zack Sabre Jr., and Taichi. Satoshi Kojima and El Desperado in either a finisher or a non-finisher match. Yanotou versus Bushi in a two-count pinfall match or a five-count ring-out match. Show versus Sonata in a submission match. And Kazuchika Okada versus Yujiro Takahashi in a one-on-three handicap or in a lumberjack match with leather belts. You can cast your votes for the bouts and the stipulations that you want at the New Japan Global um, page on Twitter at um, NJPW Global, and you can announce, you can make your selection for the voting for which stipulations that you want to see. Very interesting uh, setup of events. Part of me need to take a drink. Taking place for New Japan Pro Wrestling. As far as the uh, New Japan uh, Strong USA, uh, the return of Jay White is a very good thing. Jay White has been missed, and it will be good to see the Switchblade get back into the ring and to get back into action and to perhaps climb that ladder once again and to get that opportunity to become top dog and leader of chaos as he is. Uh, I like the direction that they're going on, going with in the tournament, determining whether or not if Kenta or Finley, David Finley, is going to be the challenger to John Moxley. Now, you need a strong heel to take on John Moxley, and it's not to say that. He can't wrestle Finley in a in a babyface match because uh, Moxley would be the aggressor in the contest. But if you're really looking for the Bucks, you really gotta put this uh, match as uh, Kenta versus John Moxley. Now, what I find interesting about this is that you'll have you have two former WWE superstars, two former WWE stars two former independent stars, two major stars competing for the IWGP U.S. Heavyweight Championship. If Kenta defeats John Moxley and captures the U.S. Championship, of course, naturally, he'd be the first Japanese to compete for the U.S. title um, and to win it. The second, well, the first two, really, was Minoru Suzuki and um, Tomohiro Ishii with um, uh, Suzuki getting the title shot against um, John Moxley at the February 2nd show. And, you know, Ishii in the finals in uh, 2016 against uh, Kenny Omega when they crowned the new U.S. champion, he was in the finals. So he definitely, I could definitely see Kenta as the one capturing and taking the title off of John Moxley. Not that I'm taking anything away from the reigning AEW and reigning IWGP U.S. champion, but 
I think that, like I stated in one of my previous podcasts when I was discussing about how New Japan Pro Wrestling can take advantage of a big star like Kenta and put him in the forefront, not only for the Japanese, but for the United States. The fans already know him. He has a huge following in the United States. For those of you who um, watch ROH, Ring of Honor, uh, everyone knows Kenta. He's well known on the East Coast. And as a WWE NXT 205 Live guy, everybody knows what Kenta is capable of doing. And the fact that the guy can cut promos in English and Japanese makes it worth the while. He is a spectacular heel, and I think that he would make the perfect face as U.S. champion holding the United States heavyweight title. Similar to the way that they did with uh, Nakamura becoming the U.S. champion for the WWE, I can see Kenta doing that in the home base for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, it would be interesting to see how he and Finley take it all the way to the finals. I'm looking forward to seeing this match. And best of luck to both Finley and to Kenta uh, for making it all the way to the top of the wrestling world. You know, Now, it's good to see PJ Black... In a major organization. The last time that many of you viewers and listeners have seen PJ Black was his last go around and stint in the WWE. This was prior to him doing the indies in um, South Africa again and maybe all around the world. But to see him in Ring of Honor and then now the National Wrestling Alliance, that's what uh, PJ Black has been doing. And it's good to see Black come back and to really make a name for himself and to perhaps maybe uh, stay there and become a hand for New Japan Pro Wrestling. ACH, on the other hand, regardless of the controversy, regardless of everything that took place, I'm glad that ACH is back. ACH, in my opinion, should have never gone to WWE. Although he needed to get that WWE experience, I personally felt that ACH was much better off in New Japan Pro Wrestling or All Japan Pro Wrestling or even, you know, ROH, of course, naturally. But uh, him as a WWE star, it just wasn't in him to be there. I'm glad that he's back in New Japan Pro Wrestling, so I'm looking forward to seeing what he's going to do there. Also, keep your eye on Mysterio. Um, Mysterio is a very, very, very um, interesting wrestling character, and um, it'll be good to see what he does. Also, like I said, uh, Clark Connors, keep your eyes out on him. I can see him as the next one to move up in the Shibata system to go to the main roster. So be on the lookout for that. So ladies and gentlemen, this is Mark Morell, a.k.a. Mark Knight, also known as the purveyor of the anti-life equation for Dark Side, one half of the most illustrious tag team in every multiverse and in every timeline. You'll find myself and Dietrich Davis bringing you guys wrestlers with experience. We thank you for tuning in to Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podbeam, Cast Addict, Cast Box, Podcast Addict, Deezer, and Tuned In. 
We thank you for checking out our program. Also, we like to thank all of you who are tuning in to our product. We thank you very, very much. We're still looking for um, that financial um, backing from any um, advertisers that want to discuss uh, business with us so that we can promote your products. Contact Dietrich on his social media, team DDOD at uh, gmail.com. Also, um, Dietrich Davis on demand.tv. He's building that website up right there and also on his social medias. Uh, Dietrich Davis at Twitter, Dietrich Davis at Instagram. Um, you can contact me, Mark Morell, at blackjunction.com. You can find me on Twitter. XM Nightbuster on Instagram, uh, M Double Forty Four on Facebook, Mark A Morel. So feel free to reach out to us. Feel free to link us, like us, support us. Let us know what you think. You got any comments or questions concerning anything with New Japan Pro Wrestling or anything else around the world? Please feel free to hit us back. And we thank you so much for supporting and tuning into this week's edition of Wrestlers with Experience. We'll see you soon.